0: yes <laughs> okay yes it's the odd not podcast baby <laughs> we're back baby do you need to chill out yeah baby i can't even know i can't even pretend that i'm high energy right now do you know what the doubt da- the downside of all these public holidays these bank holidays that we're having right now is that they're fucking exhausting obviously in london we exist on some weird form of binge culture like everyone's living for the weekend if you just keep giving us weekend after long weekend after long weekend after long weekend we're going to drive ourselves into the fucking ground which is pretty much where i feel like i am right now yeah yeah
1: yeah i feel you i feel you
0: I mean, dude, I, I performed CPR on my cat. Not CPR, the Heimlich, the cat, the baby Heimlich. I'm I, so I'm 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 first aid trained. I'm first aid trained. I got back from a bit of a wild night out the other night, and I fed my cat, and she started choking. And I was lying in bed, and I thought maybe it's you know she's just puking or whatever. I was hungover, coming down. I was like, it's fine, let her do her thing. After a while, I went silent. I looked up to to check and see what had happened, uh, if she was okay, and she was doing kind of choking movements, like, like that, but not making any real noises. And so I decided to step in. And so I was trying to like grab whatever was obstructing her airway with my finger, which is hard, cats have really sharp teeth. So that didn't work. When that didn't work, I ended up um, trying to do the baby Heimlich maneuver on her. I tried to do the baby Heimlich maneuver on my cat. um, And she was just looking me in my eyes, like, homie, I think I'm dying. And I was like, I've got you, don't worry, I'll, I'll try, I'm trying to save you. Um, so I ended up grabbing her by the scruff of her neck and just kind of like bumping her into the, gently but firmly bumping her into the carpet um, to try and get some movement in her airway. And um, and she ended up, I I flipped her back around and, and she ended up puking at me in my face, uh, on my fucking clothes and everything and but 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 yeah she's alive and she's well right now and i love my cat and if peter's watching this i was doing it to save my cat i didn't mean to hurt my cat but in a moment like that when you have um when you feel like you have to save a life you've got got to do what you have to do right and um it's a funny thing because what i remember when the first time i did first aid training i was kind of a bit alarmed by how by how intensely you're supposed to push down on these compressions because a lot of the time you end up breaking people's ribs um, and it's a bit counterproductive. You're trying to save someone, but you're actually hurting them in order to save them. So it was one of those things where it was, it was a nasty experience. I'd done a few too many psychedelics as well. And I was for lack of a better term, tripping balls, bro. And I thought my cat was going to die. She's okay right now. But, um, but yeah, I got some new toys. I, um, I got some treats and, and we've been closer than we've ever been. Really. Sometimes it takes an event like that to really bring you close to the ones that you love
1: amazing what an incredible story and uh, congratulations to you and your
0: thank cat. you you saved your cat you're a goddamn hero thanks man i mean dude like i'm just i don't really want to think about it but i feel like i would have been a completely different person right now if i was instead of having this conversation with you i was you know thinking about the fact that i just disposed of a cat's body yeah. i don't know where i would do that in dalston east london there's not much greenery and i think it would arise suspicions and...
1: Yeah, it'd not be fun. It'd not be a fun day. My so, housemates would ask
0: where the cat was and stuff.
1: So how do you perform a, a, a Heimlich manoeuvre on a cat?
0: Well, so I basically, what I tried to do is I tried to get my fucking hands underneath the rib cage to try and push some air out of the lungs. That That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to just force air through that airway. Um, and so that's the way that I did it it was just kind of like a logical thing more than anything and when that didn't happen and there was no noise and air coming from her cute little mouth um, I just thought fuck this I'm going to slam her into the floor until she fucking breathes because you're, there's no way you're dying on me right now I am too high for this you know fair, fair. way too high for this but yeah besides that pretty standard weekend but this is what I'm saying every time we get another bank holiday it's just um <sighs> Idle hands do the devil's work.
1: Ritari, did you hear about Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) winning his first jujitsu competition i did hear about this that's wild gold How- and silver bro hey is the reptilian wrestling federation the rwf baby yeah. and mark zuckerberg is their star player who do you think you should go against next you know jeff
0: bezos that'd be a good fight jeff bezos is looking hench as hell who knows maybe he's in a training camp someplace right now brushing up on his krav maga and he's gonna come through soon and join him in the ring but um, this does make it very interesting There's been this whole rise of kind of like celebrities and YouTubers and stuff that go online and fight each other for money. It's huge amounts of money available to them in pay-per-view and a huge amount of entertainment available to us, which is epic. But bringing the likes of Mark Zuckerberg and potentially Jeff Bezos into the ring as well, that adds a whole new element. We're one step away from the Royals stepping in. Soon it will be Prince Harry versus Jeff Bezos tag team. Who knows? Versus who knows who. Maybe yeah, that Kevin would be Gates that would be Soldier
1: Boy. So what would you do? <clears throat> you know, say you were to fight Mark Zuckerberg. Do you think you could
0: beat him in a, in a UFC type fight? So that's the thing, bro. Like, in the past, I would have said yes. In the past, I would have said yes. But now that he's been training and he's obviously doing quite well at jiu-jitsu. I'm, listen, I know, I know my, my limits. Right? I never pick a fight that I can't win. And I have a feeling that Mark Zuckerberg can beat up most people right now, which is terrifying to me.
1: He's yeah. a fucking dweeb. He is. You, you wouldn't want to you know lose to him. He looks mental. He looks very scary. Um, and but you know respect to him. You know he's won a won a jujitsu competition. <clears> um, <throat> I think maybe he can fight Tom Hardy next. That'll be a great fight as well to make. And yeah, I think the future is bright for Mark Zuckerberg in the fighting world. Um, I'm just looking totally. forward to who he fights next and you know, I'm totally
0: down for it. Absolutely I mean, he really needs to do it I could imagine him making a, a billion dollars off of that f- on pay-per-view and I think that might be enough to coax him into doing it And also I think he's one of those people who's a bit of a dweeb. See the thing is is that like once nerds like and geeks nerd uprising comes in a few different forms, you know it's either in Silicon Valley, where they start to make amazing software that the whole world needs, or it's in the form of school shootings, which we don't need as much. But this is a new version of nerd, nerd nerd aggression. This is a new version of nerd aggression, right? The nerds are now, like Jeff Bezos, he made his money with Amazon, and he went off and got buff as fuck and started posting pictures with his hot wife on yachts, right? And like now you've got this guy, um, what's his name? Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Now you've got this guy, Mark Zuckerberg. He's out here. He's made his money off of Facebook meta or whatever, and he's decided now to become really good at grappling and fighting in the ring. And it's kind of like a nerd uprising, and I kind of like it. I consider myself a little bit of a nerd as well, not to the extent that these guys are, but it's cool. You know, they're not traditionally jocks, but now they have all the money and they can fuck you up. So are these the new alphas? I don't know. Yeah, I think that definitely is. And uh, yeah, you you made some really good points there. (laughs) Nerd empowerment. (laughs) so japan is in crisis because they're not making enough babies right they've got what we call a graying population gcse geography you might remember that graying population basically means that people are dying at a faster rate than you're making new people and so your population and therefore your workforce is being depleted
1: yeah so these japanese kids they've decided We prefer video games and social media to interacting with people on the street and sex. And maybe it's because video games are actually too good. Every year you get another masterpiece, they're free to play, you know? And, you know, you've got sex over here really low down on their priority list and you've got video games really high up. So, you know, I think it might be a case of making video games more sexy and adding more sex to video games so
0: that people come back to sex. I would say go the opposite. Way. I think the issue is is that real life isn't exciting enough for people anymore. And the reason why real life isn't exciting enough for people anymore is because everything costs money, right? Like people are always like, oh, do you want to hang out with, you know, do you want to hang out? Yeah, yeah, cool. Whenever you go out in London, you're spending 150, 200 pounds. Like, do you know what I mean? You're going, you're getting tickets to a big night out, you're staying up all night, you're getting certain things that might help you stay up all night. Do you know what I mean? Ubers, whatever, breakfast on Uber Eats because you can't be asked to cook anymore. Like the cost of living crisis is a very real thing. And the thing about video games and the metaverse in general, so all our lives that we live online is that it's all free. Once you're logged in, once you've got your games console, once you've got your computer, once you've got your phone on Instagram um, tapped in or whatever, all your experiences on within the apps are free. And so now we're trying to fucking compete with this amazing life full of excitement and funny shit that we can experience online versus what we can do in the real world, which all costs money. And in real terms, our wages have just been going down and down and down. Right. Okay. So I don't
1: know. I would, I well, would, was I was a bit too serious Retari. Very serious. Okay.
0: So that's, that's. No, I think that's, that's, I think the realness people like, like the realness. bro. No,
1: no, that was too serious. Cause we, we were doing little clips and you went on a big monologue <clears> about money okay
0: I'm i like to be real though <laughs> I'm i know it's real, it is real. But we, if
1: that would be good for like a long podcast but this we're just doing clips now mm. so just to you know just say something like you know you can say something like that but just condense life it. is
0: expensive life is expensive hell yeah it is video games are free that's the only issue. We don't need more sex in video games. We need just sex in real life to be cheaper maybe. Yeah, well I think in Japan they've they've done this thing where they pay
1: they pay them 500 pounds now just to go out and experience life. It's very interesting. How does that
0: work? What do you mean? They like what?
1: They you know, they're like, oh, "Okay, you know, you like playing video games, well, here's 500 pounds. Now you can go you know, meet people in real life. Go to a bar. Go to a, a video games arcade. <laughs> go interact with some real people. Maybe go check out some boobies somewhere. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and that's not working.
0: <laughs> and that's not working for them either.
1: No, okay. I mean, they're, let's face it—they're fucked with AI. They're just going to have relationships online. Like, we're, Japan is—is is just a—you know—it's
0: just. It's mad. It sucks As Japanese ladies are hot. And also, I think the crazy thing is, is that we were talking on another episode, we were talking about how it's not the immigrants that are taking jobs, that it's the Japanese immigrant robots that are taking jobs, Yeah. right? So maybe if Japan dies out because they can't be bothered to fuck anymore, maybe they won't be able to make any more robots that won't be able to take our jobs anymore and things will go back to normality. Maybe Japan needs to just disappear. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like other people have had that idea in the past and it led to some destruction, but, uh, you know. I think maybe we just
1: need to, to, you know, let Japan, you know, make some human farms and just start genetically, you know, producing babies in factories or something.
0: See, I thought about this the other day as well. I thought about this earlier, like. The idea of if we're not going to interact with people anymore because we're finding it increasingly harder and harder to get along with each other i found i don't think the world is any worse than it's been in the past i feel like the world is probably the best it's ever been i mean we've come from things like the black death and and stuff like that and and i feel like the world is in a pretty good place right now but we're starting to like each other less and less we're becoming increasingly polarized Mm. and i think maybe we might be moving towards a future where we have human farms you know, yeah. battery farming. So you can get like a free-range child if you want, or you could get like I don't know, like a battery-farmed child. Yeah, which I was great in idea. a little box. Who knows? Three, two, one,
1: <laughs> so Atari, your top five pieces of advice for dating.
0: Uh huh. Number one, don't do it. Number two. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I'm thinking, when it comes to, I don't know. But I, I can't, I can't, like everything there. <laughs> All
1: right, don't worry. All right, so survival situation. Yeah. You're you're stuck on a desert island. Mm-hmm. Three things, three, you get, to keep, you get to have
0: three objects. What would they be and why? Three objects that I can keep with me? Yeah. Well, so, so I'm on an island, no internet, nothing. Yeah. Bro, I don't know, that's crazy. Um, A lighter to make fire. Nice. Or self-immolate if I have to, because it's all, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: Smart. It's smart, right? Although a lighter, it's not going to last that long. How long do I have to
0: be on this island for? You don't know. Possibly forever. Yeah, possibly forever. I'll still take a lighter. Okay. When you say an item, can I have a sack, like a garbage bin full of matches? No. Because that might help.
1: But you can get a fire stick, which you,
0: if you have a knife, it's like, like a metal a thing stone thing. Yeah. 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 Well, give me one of those. Okay. I need fire. And right. I
1: guess you'll need a knife
0: as well. it will be good to have music. Can I bring a, a woman? Do they count as objects these days? Or is <laughs> they... <laughs> no women are not objects atari blow up doll then blow up (laughs) have you seen these crazy new actually maybe we'll put a video in here there's this crazy new chinese like masturbation machine that i found it's nuts bro it's nuts you can attach your phone to it it has a portable charger built into it and on the screen you can watch porn and then it has these little flaps you hold like this and then when you look inside it looks a bit like um what's that thing from rick and morty called a um um a gruffler, a grifflip, a gremlip or something like that. There's this thing that I had Oh life. yeah. It's crazy.
1: Sounds cool. Maybe Sounds very those. interesting. I'd be interested to see that. Or maybe a fishing pole. A fishing so pole. So I can
0: catch some fish. That's smart. I like fish. Do you like fish?
1: Yeah, I love fish. I love fish.
0: I love fish. What's your favorite fish? Favourite fish? Salmon. I love salmon. I would say salmon is my favorite fish too, dude. Yeah. I can eat it raw.
1: And what what other things do you like to eat raw? Booty. Booty. <laughs>
0: well, what other things do I like to eat
1: raw? I'm just going to look at you like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you were to eat any human, who would it be and why?
0: Ooh, wow. That's a fucked up question, bro. I'm not sure if I want to answer that or if I can but I think I'd want them to be slightly younger just because I can imagine that meat gets tougher and like less nice as they get older if I'm talking about the flavor but at the same time eating someone that's young and still full of like you know potential and hope and promise and stuff that's also has its own connotations that suck so I think I'd generally speak i just trying to avoid the whole thing with eating people Okay, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that question, dude. That sucked us. <laughs> okay, Snog, Marry, Kill. Michelle Obama, Barack Obama, Donald Trump. Michelle Obama, Snog. Okay. Awful. Decision, Barack Obama, no.
1: <laughs> Marry. Ugh. Okay Trump
0: The other one <laughs> Snog It's Snog Married Kill You can't snog two of them And like You snogged You already snogged Barack Obama We can't Yeah We're not going to talk about We're just trying <laughs> to make out With everyone You're the worst bro God damn With it. those three I would do it like this I don't like want to this. kill anyone man I don't want to kill anyone either It's just a fucking game It's just a game though <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone either But if I had to kill one of them I'd probably kill Trump Just cause like whatever I'd probably oh no wait I'd probably snog I'd snog I'd snog Donald Trump it'll be yeah. fun the means would yeah, be love I'd kill Barack Obama Donald and I'd Trump marry fans. Michelle Obama because like being married to someone that I wasn't attracted to would would is for me is like the worst thing that could possibly happen so yeah that's the order in which I'd do it
1: I just think I'm I i can not say anything today. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> I feel like I'm out. The weird
0: thing is that we're having a good time, but um I think we just need to film <clears throat> some
1: AI shit, some stuff for the
0: AI. That'll help us. So just say dumb shit and then like translate it into AI.
1: No, just more just like
0: just like us what about, like, things, going dancing yeah, us doing what some what
1: dancing. But AI but I can why don't you talk about like um things that you would like to experience in America? Like, I, your ideal road trip of America, like, what you, would you
0: want to do? All right, cool, we can talk about that. Well, listen, my, my dad lived in Houston when I was younger, and, like, I've seen the United States, and I've seen the United States via the internet over the last few decades, and I really don't even really need to go there. I'm cool not going there, but I do really like American cars. Um, I'd love to, like, buy a muscle car and, you know, like an old American car and just drive the length of, you know, the West Coast kind of thing. I think that'd be really cool for me. Maybe hit Route 66. Get killed by a police officer, probably.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, that'd be
0: cool.